Welcome back to the Bodega Border Group Podcast, Volume 47. Glad to have you guys back. I'm glad to be back. I know it's been almost two months since I've put out an episode, but I've taken a little time off to chill, uh, relax, hang out with family, surf, skate, everything I can do. Took a trip out to Hawaii, our annual trip that we take to the North Shore, and I thought I was going to put this episode out then, and I got there, I'm hanging out, I got all the equipment out, I'm starting to mix stuff, and then weather was the best we've ever had on all these trips, and I started surfing more and hanging out with friends, and coming to the realization I just wanted some time off and enjoy being around my family, enjoy being around my friends, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm sorry for the delay. Also had to rethink a couple things with the Bodega Border Crew brand and the zine and all things were going on here. Yeah, took some time off. Uh, How have you guys been? Hope you guys had a great holiday season. I know I've definitely been in a little bit of hibernation mode, been getting out a little bit. Been going down to Blackies a lot and surfing with Worm and Levi and Grant and those guys and it's been a lot of fun. I dig that spot a lot. I know it's to some people doesn't seem like anything special, but there's something about that wave that's just, it's worth me driving to. Look, at the end of the day in the mornings, after I drop my daughter off, I either have to drive an hour north to Topanga or Malibu to catch decent waves, or I have to drive an hour south to Blackies. And honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with change of pace. Just I'm so used to surfing Topanga and Malibu and Porto and Venice and all that stuff. I just get kind of bored of it. And it's been fun to go down there. Plus, the thing that I dig about there is there's lots of great places to eat after surfing which is, you know, I think half of the session is not just the surfing, it's the company you keep afterwards. And there's great company there and great food and all that. So I hope you guys have been scoring. I know there's a swell in the water right now. Uh, Probably when this episode publishes, it's already going to be gone. But, you know, they're hyping it up as being like, oh, it's close to the 2014 event and it's close to the 2007 event and all this shit. And Surfline loves to do this kind of stuff, or as we like to call it, Surfly. They love to hype up these swells. I surfed Topanga yesterday, had a great time, and I'm going to go down to Blackies tomorrow and going to figure out what the, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday situation is. But it looks like it's good. In general, it looks like the winter so far has been pretty good. And I think it's only going to get better. So get out there, have some fun. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 47. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as the iTunes description for this episode for full track listings and things we're talking about. Also, make sure to head over to bodegabordercrew.com, our site where we have all our product. We have a little blog that we update every once in a while. There's lots of fun stuff on there. It's going to be expanding soon. This episode, I'm really happy that I got to interview Evan Daly from Gato Haroi Cream Surfboards. Gato Haroi slash Cream Surfboards, some of the best boards out there. Him and Robin have a great company that they're doing, not just boards, but other stuff that they'll get into in the interview. So I'm really excited to put this out finally. Also got a couple of short takes. Uh, The first short take has to do with a video that Daydream Surf Shop put out with Mark Andrini that's 
kind of like a trailer to their podcast that they have coming up so it's kind of cool there's also a shapers deluxe clip out by mollusk uh, another one of the jack coleman clips featuring troy elmore blackie's crew which is pretty cool and lastly there's a vans duct tape festival video uh that went down in waikiki during the whole north shore kind of craziness end of season kind of thing so make sure to check those out but this episode is going to be a little different in certain ways because Evan has a very eclectic music taste, almost more eclectic than me, and he sent me a bunch of songs over, and I had to figure out how to weave them in and out of the episode. So I'm going to try to do my best with that. So take a listen, and I'll check in with you guys in a little bit with the interview. Peace. Subtle touch, cuddle clutch Is this thing on like the fling with Mrs. King Kong This spring gone? Sing a song of slap happy crappiness He came to blow like it was strapped to his nappy chest Surely I jest The best on a wireless mic, not an eye test Yet I digress But why stress? Try and remember when Maybe bit the tender-skinned babysitter Gwendolyn The type to hit and run and go tell a friend Word to El Moreto, Cucaracha, Exoskeleton He know, flow like interstellar wind Toe a rap gin by his toe into hell again <clears throat> One, two, check, me too Loose wreck, see through your gooseneck EQ His name's Doom They wonder just who is he but don't worry Believe me, you'll get busy when it comes to Poetry, he's got plenty, la 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 If I may interject, rap these days is like a pain up in the neck Cornier and phonier than a play fight Take two of these and don't phone me on the late night The beat won't fail me with more rhymes than times he washes hands and feet daily And all that kerosene ain't cheap Villain been deep since a teenage creep peep He always was a gentleman and kept a pen and a pencil in his mental den Right there next to where the Rolodex was before it turned up all burnt by his solar plexus he don't know his own strength When he's on the bonus like the microphone's length and width Ain't it funky like dingy socks Feel the full effect off cassette in your Benzy box His name's Doom They wonder just who is he but don't worry Believe me you'll get busy when it comes to Poetry he's got plenty la 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 I'm a gangster rapper throwing up the middle finger to them square Rubik's cubes who don't smoke and use. I'm a set dope. 
boy, and I got a short fuse. I get kinda hypey when I'm going off a little gin. You don't like it, say hello to my little friend. Rather tat tata, it really don't matter. I push a hard line, cross it, niggas gon' scatter. I'm not the mad rapper, I'm the rapper gone bad. Recording on Pro Tools at the pad. I get a gang of bad. Hey, I'm a sad. Sideshow, yoke in the cab. Fuck what it costs. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Tycoon. Tycoon. Dipped in sauce. I floss. I floss. Tycoon. Tycoon. Fuck what it costs. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Tycoon. Tycoon. Dipped in sauce. I floss. I floss. Tycoon. What you know about a 600 B12 CL spinning on them sweet wells Dirty as hell like fuck a detail Still knock a female Mac that bitch till she break her lead nails On the track in the TL Yup mouth First week out 80,000 on the street sales Now I'm CEO that's $7 on the retail Bitch uh, I got niggas popping they collars Popping e-pills Popping them ballers Them popping them cowards with the heat tail uh, bitch, bitch, bitch I get my ice from Avianis My New York Italiani He plugged me with the Spanish mommies Bitches belly dancing like a swami Fuck I'm too cocky, popping that dime, be smoking my broccoli Cause I'm a million dollar man like Ted DiBiase The feds see me watch uh -huh. me, baby Liberace The wrist stay rocky, the whip stay saucy uh -huh. Rims glossy, we're rackin' ass Drake beside me, call me Frosty Frosty the stoke man, the Oakland dope man Sell more kicks than Copeland's, bitch The Oakland mayor, the Oakland raider With the king of Vallejo, bitch, four Fuck what it costs, I'm a boss, I'm a boss Tycoon, I like Ted Turner, I pack a lead burner Spit it to get it, can't quit it, I'm a bread earner Boss up at the five-star telly Drake touch more bread than the motherfucking deli Young rich nigga, 20-inch nigga P-I-M-P, kiss all on a bitch nigga I'm getting strills, diamonds in my grill Rep the pill, and boy do I keep a trill Show off, gotta go off on the blade Kill like raid, stay gone off me what the fuck I wanna? My bitches on the corner, not just a thiz user. I'm a thiz owner. Sometimes I thiz, sometimes I shroom, but whatever I do, I'ma stay a Fuck what it costs. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Tycoon. Tycoon. Dipped in sauce. I floss. Tycoon. Tycoon. Fuck what it costs. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Tycoon. Tycoon. Dipped in sauce. I floss. Tycoon. Sick mate till I die shit, nobody saw So I was able 
able to wipe the blood off the hallway walls. Ain't got nothing to live for. Can't even trust a bitch, might have to leave her alone. Might have to dig a ditch. Shit is so rigorous. Dealing with haters, snitches, and bitches. Get their brains gone. Find a new home. Your one life is gone, cause I'm on one. Check the clock. And if these walls could talk, motherfuckers would be shot. I'm about to go 5150. Got nobody with me. Stressed out like Whitney. Bobby Brown, Wheaton, Whiskey. Smoking Newports. No support, but like too short, I keep it going. Shooting up for us. Who in the sport wanna fuck with me? Come on the court. Ripping out insides. Putting stains on things. That's when I rip riding. I slip slide through gardens with a bloody t shirt. It won't hurt. It's this way. Six feet deep in the dirt won't hurt. Flirting with murder. I leave them unheard of. And I'm sick of the period. Your past dripping. All over your hands getting. The back seat of the trunk. It's your choice. Dead or alive. Smother the pride. The way you better uncover your eyes. I'm in disguise. With a nine trying to take out your spine. Nobody no crime. Throw up that six sign and strike hard like trick nine. No recovery. You other G niggas better duck. Leave in the tuck stuff. Psycho. Off the wall like Michael. Always paranoid cause I be blowing out that nitro. All day, every day, murder spray. Got you in glad bags, headed for the pad. And you can ask my dad, I was a scavenger. 14 years old, eating scabs. Graduated to nigga me, but I don't wanna brag. Fuck Jack Yama, he a motherfucker fag. I got nigga nuts and guts in the bag, dragging him to the pad. Of course, the man's my dad, don't have a t shirt like man.
you do? What would you do if we rolled on you? So when would you do? What would you do if we rolled on you? What would you do? What would you do if we rolled on you? Yes, what would you do? What would you do? Dirty red, I comes on the sneak Hitting niggas low with the caviar's flow As I creep through the street, peeping niggas from death row Bet you I know which one of y'all make the best song So let me break it down as I'm lost in the mist Take word of advice and don't come fucking with this It ain't a joke, niggas choke from the smoke that I blaze Purple haze, you'll be dazed in the stun I put you on your back, nigga, what? I am the Gus In a doggy dog world, I never hung with must Only nuts in the clip and dick in your mouth The year is 95 and I'm running the house So tell me what can you do? Nigga, what can you do? Nigga, what could you do? If me and a few of my homies came through Dumping real on you trick-made, bitch-made niggas What could you do? What could you do if we rolled on you? Yeah, so what could you do? What would you do if we rolled on you? Yes, what could you do? What could you do if we rolled on you? House, Dr. Dre, straight buster. Never broke a law in his life. Besides, beat on Ricky Harris's life. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, from a high top fame to sporting braids. Now he's laid. Fame, no fortune, and getting played, not paid. Played. And we all know who's doing the pimping. Daz, don't be a follower, be a leader. Stay off the next man's nuts. Corrupt the kingpin. Stick with the six O's. You don't need those other hoes. Cause they're about to go up in you. Only if you let them. <laughs> Grab your gun, call your clip, spit your gun, talk your shit, grab your gun, call your clip, squeeze your clip, hit the right one, pass that weed, got the light one, squeeze your clip, hit the right one, pass that weed, got the light one, the dangerous. Ain't too many can bang with us. Straight up weed, no angel dust. Label us notorious. Thug ass niggas that love the bus. It's strange to us. Y'all niggas be scrambling, gambling. I'm restaurants with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. High off weed and lots of gin. So much smoke, need oxygen. Steadily counting them Benjamins. Nigga, you should too. If you knew what this game would do to you. Been in this shit since 92. Look at all the bullshit I've been through. So called beef with you know who. Fucked a few female stars or two. Then I blew like niggas know like my shit. Not to be fucked with. Motherfucker better duck quick. Cause me and my dogs love the buck shit Fuck the luck shit, strictly aim No aspirations to quit the game Spit your game, talk your shit Grab your gat, call your clip Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one All them niggas, I got to fight one All them hoes, I got the light one Our situation is a tight one What you gonna do? Fight or run Spit your game, talk your shit Grab your gat, call your clip Spit your game, talk your shit Grab your gat, call your clip Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one Spit your game, talk your shit, grab your gat, call your clip, spit your game, talk your shit, grab your gat, call your clip, squeeze your clip, hit the right one, pass that weed, I got the light one, squeeze your clip, hit the right one, pass that weed, I got the light one, Sing God with trust Don't too many niggas wanna start with us Got big guns and no cars with us Busted any motherfucker I can hide with us They really wanna show you what a G.I.B I'd rather be sippin' room and get V.I.P When you hear the music it'll be by 
me, twisted with the legendary nigga B.I.G. Brooklyn and K-Town, when you checking out the flow, you know what's gon' rain with persistence. Two legends on the same track, two different planes of existence. Let's get it crackin', I love the bus flows. Hit it from the back, cause I love the buck ho. Spin it for the city, I love Chicago. Calico's mother, I love the bus, though. You think you can spin on the mic like you biggie and flow just to steady his eye. Shit is real, you know you love him, you ain't got ready to die. Life after death, give it to you, however you want it, nigga. Die the day after, give it to you, however you want it, nigga. Cause the shit a kid deep, so I carry big heat. Screaming, come and get me, Twister and Biggie on the Swiss beat. Mills, I love to make one. All these cars, I love to ride one. All these hoes, I love to cut one. A tribute to big, I love to bust one. Spit your game, talk your shit, grab your back, all your clips. Spit your game, talk your shit, grab your back, all your clips. Squeeze your clip, hit the right one. Pass that weed, I got the like one. Squeeze your clip, hit the right one. Pass that weed, I got the like one. Spit your game, talk your shit, grab your back, all your clips. Spit your game, talk your shit, grab your back, all your clips. Squeeze your clip, hit the right one. Pass that weed, I got the like one. Squeeze your clip, hit the right one. Bring niggas more drama than they baby mamas Niggas wanna battle with my bomb, yeah One man, but it's like a pack of piranhas Like terracotta Niggas always ready for the walk down Really wanna sing a nigga down We get in a minute, minute, do we finish with him Hit him with the fin of a nigga with a sick old flow Do it if it's with, oh no You niggas is a trouble Somebody better call Popo It's gonna be murder when I get to serving them verbally Man, nigga, y'all heard of me We slid to kill a nigga word of me And I'm classic like bird and magic With a tactic to snatch his rep back and stack some platinum The devil don't know how to random With the butter's not random For the heart they get ransom Put it up in your mansion Catch the man in flashing cannons Niggas ain't ready for this one Cause I'm on a mission to get even better Believe it, I'm heavily heated It's easy to see me If you tryna see me, let that be the reason Spit your game, talk your shit Grab your back, all your clips Spit your game, talk your shit Grab your back, all your clips Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one Spit your game, talk your shit Grab your back, all your clips Spit your game, talk your shit Grab your back, all your clips Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one Squeeze your clip, hit the right one Pass that weed, I got the light one But I took it upon myself and played the cards I was dealt Thought about myself, fuck everyone else And they said fuck me too, but it was cool like that You see my mission was paper chasing and putting a hood on the map Now I done been there, done that Took one step and two back for the life of me I'm thinking when the fuck was I blinking Should've smelled the shit stinking But I'm stuck with the cold Niggas wait around to see if I'm gonna come up a fold But I can't fold like a bitch And it's too late to switch I was brought up to make it See the chance and take it Find the rule and break it Locate the badge and shake it And against all odds Get the fuck out of Dodge Talk about niggas with records That this they kept five Young, blind, and wild An uncontrollable child in the ghetto And I'm settling for more every day When I make up my mind I'm gonna get back in line But now I'm blind Leading the blind In the world of war I search for peace of mind My stability For my niggas and me This ain't the way life is supposed to be in the ghetto, it's the blind, blind, hate in the blind. In the world of war, I seek for peace of mind. My stability for my niggas and me. This ain't the way life is supposed to be in the ghetto. I looked out my window, what did I see? It was a crackhead nigga staring dead at me. He said, can I get a motherfucking nickel for three? I told his ass ten the better in this robot sweater. He got a daughter, he ain't better. He rather get high. In his eye, I see the demon, I can hear baby scream, fiend, it's demeaning, 
to see him to be in the ghetto but this is what i said to now what would you do with a strap in your hand Gangsters do what they want to, suckers do what they can My role model sips on the 40 bottle When his footsteps I follow Grab the brute and take a swallow I've been living on the streets since the age of 13 Cause I'm sick of being raised by a dolphin I so seen babies need Similac Money that was meant for Similac was spent on crack Now do you wanna know why it's a liquor store on every corner And niggas ain't the owner, listen we can't afford to send our kids to school But they got the knowledge Spend our money with the Japs And they send their kids to college Now here we are Hoes, dope, dealers, and bums At the white man table Still begging for crumbs But it's the blind, blind, eating the blind In the world of war I search for peace of mind My stability for my niggas and me This ain't the way life is supposed to be In the ghetto it's the blind, blind, eating the blind In the world of war I search for peace of mind for my niggas and me This ain't the way life is supposed to be In the ghetto In the ghetto Niggas shoot balls Niggas shoot balls Niggas shoot the dust Niggas shoot the love Niggas shoot us Niggas shoot bulls But watch out Cause niggas shoot niggas too So what the fuck am I to do When niggas falling down like flies And this motherfucking money Staring me in the eyes And my brother saying Come on in, stop bugging But we done already lost Three uncles and five cousins To the streets Niggas shit deep No room for the maple leaves Cause motherfuckers play for keeps My road dog got shot with a tech The bullet went through his face And came out his motherfucking neck I will respect when I step on the field So the nigga that killed I gotta kill But these niggas get some bright ideas And start thinking we hoes or something So when I see that motherfucker nigga Nigga straight dumb It's the blind, blind, eating the blind World of war, I search for peace of mind My stability for my niggas and me This ain't the way life is supposed to be In the ghetto it's the blind, blind, eating the blind World of war, I search for peace of mind My stability for my niggas and me This ain't the way life is supposed to be And you get it, it's the blind, Welcome back to 
volume 47 of the Bodega Board Crew podcast. Hope I've been doing a decent job of mixing in some of those songs that I've been picked and some of the stuff I picked. You'll have to figure out which ones are his and which ones are mine. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast, volume 47. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as the full description of this episode on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things we're talking about. This week, we're talking with Evan Daly from... Gato Haroi slash Cream Surfboards. Evan's one of the two people behind this amazing brand made in Southern California. Amazing boards, amazing wetsuits, a bunch of other stuff they do. You can see their boards up and down the coast, but mostly you're going to find them in that kind of Costa Mesa, Doheny, San O area. Kind of hard to get your hands on their boards. They sell really quick. I think the only retailers that sell them now if I'm not mistaken, it's like Dahlia and Daydream and maybe a couple others, or you buy direct. So here's an interview that we did over at Daydream. Thanks again to the guys there for hosting us, and I hope you guys enjoy. So what's your name? Where are you from? My name's Evan Daly, and I'm from a lot of places, but... Where were you born? I was born, <laughs> exactly, we'll start with that. I was born in Aspen, Colorado. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and did, you, did you grow up there, or...? I was there for probably three years, uh-huh. and then I moved to Lake Havasu, Arizona. Okay. So it was like the '90s of Havasu. So oh, that was like party. yeah. So it was like dead set spring, like before Cancun. What was it? Cancun? Is that yeah. where everybody goes now for MTV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like you go to Copper Canyon, Havasu. Yeah. That was like that place is fucking crazy. And then uh, so I was there for five years, I believe. Uh huh. Then went back to Aspen, but we were kind of in like Glenwood, Carbondale probably half hour out, like Woody Creek, kind of like a half hour out uh-huh. of uh, Aspen. Okay. Did you snowboard up there or No, I was skiing? a skier. You were I didn't snowboard, no. Okay. I, I tried, I snowboarded once. I could do it, because all I did was ski, you know what I mean, yeah. when I was there. Um, I didn't, I wasn't so happy to the snowboarding. Okay. I liked skiing. I still prefer to ski. Yeah. It's funny, like, people who are, like, like skiers are, like, religious skiers. Like, they're like, no, this is the shit I do. Because I have a lot of friends who are like, no, I don't fucking step on the sideways thing. Like that's what they call it. They're like, I don't go sideways. They're yeah. like, I go forward. I'm, I'm fucking parallel stance. Right? Yeah, yeah. I like, <laughs> there's like, uh, there's like a weird ski type that's called like, I call it drop knee, uh-huh. but it's called like, maybe this actually called drop knee. I can't remember, but it's hectic. It looks like drop knees. I don't know. Really? It's crazy looking. I've never done that one, but yeah, I don't like being strapped into a board. Like everything I with a board. Yeah, no, no. If no, I'm no, strapped no. in wide stance, weird, I'm fucking, no way. You can't get away from the thing if you're going down. Yeah, that's exactly why I don't like snowboarding. Like a lot of exactly. people ask me, like when I lived in New York, I went a couple of times. I'm like, I can't kick this thing away from me. Fuck off. Like, yeah, no interest. Yeah, exactly. No, no, like I'm going to die. Skis, I get how it's like at least your two feet yeah, are independent. You kinda, whoa, yeah, yeah, you could yeah. kind of do stuff. Yeah. Like with Loop that, out, slide out if you need, like. Yeah, with a snowboard, you're like. <laughs> yeah, dead. Catch a rail and toes. Face plant. Um, so after that, it was, so that's our Colorado experience. And then after that, I did move to California, um, I think circa not, like late 97, 98, something like that. And where'd you move? Like, this I area? moved to uh, Rancho Cucamonga from, Okay. From, yeah, so I was in Rancho Cucamonga. Okay, and then how old were you? Uh, it's maybe close to 10. Okay, so how did, you like get, how did you get into surfing? Like, how did that? So dad, he, okay, this is how he even got me to move in the first place, because I was off, I didn't want to move to California. Okay. I had my, I liked where we were at, yeah, you know, I, I had my mates, and you know, you're a young kid, you don't yeah. want to start over, because we moved a lot, and dad was a, a Formula One boat racer, professional Formula oh. One boat racer, so we traveled constantly the country, 
between the two of races. So I was never really home. We were always on the road. So having to like, again, finally get your group of friends and then move again. Yeah. You know, I already moved a few Too times much. at that. Yeah. yeah, so it's off it. So he's like, no, it's a good opportunity out there, blah, blah, blah. And so then he showed me like surfing. Like it was some fucking channel. I didn't even know what it was because all these other channels didn't exist. Then. But somehow he had shown me surfing because he'd lived in Hawaii for a while in the 70s. Oh, so he had whoa. Surfed. And so he showed me that. And he's like, we moved to California to teach you how to do this. And that literally sold me. I was like, all right. All right, you're like, I'm in. I'm in. And so then we ended up in Rancho Cucamonga. He got me my first board, which was like, I was little, man. I'm telling you, I'm a little, like, I'm not little now. I'm tall and lanky. Yeah. But when I was younger, I was so tiny, you know? Like, when I was in ninth grade, I was 4'11". Holy I'm 6'2 shit. now. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my but, God. But weird. So anyways, um, so the board, he got me a short board. But it was like, it was actually sick. When I look back on it, I'm like, this thing was actually badass. It was like a probably late 80s, maybe early 90s, but still that thick 80s rail, like shortboard. Uh-huh. It was a Brian Bulkley. Like badass glass on, blue glass on. It's like it was mint. And I, I know the guy that has, I'm sure he still has it. It's got to be in his garage. I want to get that back. And so I learned at Blackie's. Oh, really? That's where he took me. Yeah. And so the deal was every weekend, you, you got to get good grades in school and you go surfing every weekend. So he would take awesome. me every weekend from Rancho to Blackie's and I literally last on the shortboard of fucking like three going to the beach things. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Before he's like, well, we'll try longboard. And I thought in my head because I just didn't know shit about surfing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the shortboard, you know? Yeah, yeah. It would be shortboard. And I started seeing like the longboarders and like I tried the longboard and I, ne- I literally didn't ever go on a shortboard again for some ridiculous amount of years. Who were those people that you saw on Black? It was like Alex. Robin, mainly Robin. I didn't know Alex at all. I didn't know Robin, but I saw Robin every... It was mainly Robin. There was a few other guys, um, but it was mainly Robin I'd see. Because he learned at Black as well. Yeah. Because he was kind of from England a little bit as well. Okay. And so I would always see, he just ripped, you know. He was a lot older than I was, but... It's funny that the way like like I've started to surf Blackies now a lot more. I come down here, and it's like Blackies for me like the way that like I associated living up in LA. It's it's everybody from inland goes and surfs yeah. there. The same way that like Porto in LA is like everybody from inland LA. That's where they surf. Like it's like kind of like yeah, it's yeah. like the same kind of vibe. There's a lot of similarities, and Worm actually pointed out. She's like she's like this is the OC version of Porto. I'm like yeah, I get that. I get that. It's totally yeah. cool. Like I love it. It's like. There's a vibe, I think, that comes from, like, people who aren't indoctrinated and living and born on the beach who come and do beach things. For sure. That I think is, like, the vibe they bring is so much more energetic because there's so much more. We're like, fuck, man, we're at the beach. Like, it takes us an hour to get here. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, you're getting away from the ghetto and shit. It's like, man, like, there's some shitty areas that we're at. And, like, all I want to do is go, like, just... Fucking want to go surfing. I said all the dream was to move to the beach. Do you remember some of those first longboards that you? Rode? Yeah, I remember. All of them. It was uh, the first longboard I ever rode that I that my dad bought, thinking like, all right, we'll just he just bought a bunch of random boards and shit, you know, why not? Yeah. And uh, just used cheap. I think pre Craigslist times, uh-huh. maybe right as it. Some one of those venues had just come out. I mean, we're talking like 98, 99. Yeah. So a lot of shit was off the recycler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the first longboard I had was like an 8.4, uh, 8.4 uh, Midget Smith. 
Uh-huh. And it had, it was a pintail, single fin, and it had a acid splash inlay, split inlay. Whoa. You know what I mean? Pretty trippy. It was a double stick. It was sick. And I was bummed, like, I got a bunch of boards, you know? Like, I started really getting into surfing, and then I, I kept it. And my dad sold it on me, like, the He's like, oh, you're never gonna use it. But I was like, man, it's my first longboard. Like, I yeah, don't yeah. wanna, I wanna keep yeah, it. Yeah. He just beat the shit. Yeah, yeah. Want it. Yeah. But it's, it's somewhere, it's probably, that, I mean, it's gotta be trash broken. God knows what. It's gone forever. Right, I'll right. never find that again. Yeah, yeah. The shortboard, maybe. But that was the first one, and then Robert August is really, like, a fucking pretty solid brand then. Yeah. Like, everybody sick was on it. Like, Cody Simpkins, and like, they're like, uh, there's like, Ed Armstrong, Al, of course, right from. There's all the, like, dude, they had a crew of, like, the most legendary shapers. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, Mitchington and, uh, but, but, like, every, it was, like, everybody, dude. Like, yeah. legend surfers, like, you had Corbin Carroll and, uh, uh Martinson, Wingnut. Wingnut was, like, my favorite surfer of all time. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, the first. That was, like, his heyday, too, right? Yeah. Like, oh, was, yeah. Uh, that was, like, he was, like, at the yeah. top of the game more than, like, anyone else in that Hell world. Hell, yeah. He's yeah. sick, you know? And, uh. Yeah, yeah, really, really into that. So the deal was like, if I got honor roll and shit, like, you get the custom Robert August. And I did it, man. And I got that my second log. It's the, uh, I was, like I said, I was tiny, man. So it was a 9 6 nose rider. So for pen. you, that must have been gigantic. Oh, it was just like the best thing ever, though. Yeah. Like, I was just like, holy shit, like, my, oh, my Robert August, I got the sick boy yeah, now, yeah. you know? And like, uh, I got to do like, you know, make it custom, so I did the Aloha, you know, Hawaiian fabric print, yeah, yeah. Uh, print inlay. Yeah. You know, it had like yellow airbrush rails and shit, and had the weird Robert August teardrop concave, you know, like that weird little yeah. concave. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like a cat eye. Yeah. Like looking thing. And uh, I had a Michelle Janelle board, um, Anowski, that had the same, same uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, just on the nose. Just really. little. <laughs> Little slice, yeah. barely there. Michelle, you know, makes incredible boards. I'm so bummed I sold that board. That dude's sick. He just like <laughs> awesome guy too. Great surfer. I really like him. Dad, I was uh, the first custom, and then it was like, so I'm still living there, Rancho Cucamonga at this uh, point, you know. Well, I, I didn't move to the beach. It's way older. Uh huh. You know, I was still, I kind of like getting, you know, going to high school and stuff. But back in the surfboards, uh, um, it went from the Robert August thing. And then I predominantly only surf blackies. And then we had a friend that was like, yo, like, have you been to San Enough? Yeah. I don't fucking know San Enough. I don't know what that is. I'm still, I'm like, I'm in the coop. I don't yeah. know anything. I yeah. just know this is my spot. This is yeah, where yeah. I go. And uh, we go and literally went there and we never went back to blackies, say. Well, yeah, once you go. Because like, holy shit, this waited so long. Like, me yeah, and dad are like, too bad. Like, yeah. this is great. Like, yeah. I never went back, so, uh, you know, for years, I was just, that's it, Santa, Santa you know, yeah. and uh, at the Robert August for a while, but then I started seeing, the, like, boss, boss surfboards, uh-huh. and they're just like, shout out to Bobo, if you all know Bobo, he's a man, like, he's underground raw, like, the boss boards are just a jam. Like, now, where was he shaping boards He out? shapes out of San Clemente. He Is he still doing garage. it? Yeah, he's still doing it. Okay. And they're just like, they're hard to get. Not uh-huh. easy, but at that time, they're in the realm of the Cooperfish, Tyler's, Bosses, and I think Dano was in that kind of like high quality, like badass, like just tits boards, man. Like you're gonna have this forever. Like, yeah, yeah, they're just like badass boards. But he didn't do his so heavy. They weren't that heavy because huh. he they had this crazy double S deck. Like okay. they're 
only 10 one. He wouldn't make them shorter. It was so rare to find one short. Because huh. the way he designs them doesn't really like, doesn't the design doesn't really work with like, I, it makes sense to me now that I'm older and like, you know, involved in building surfboards and why he'd only run a 10 one. Plus the dude's like 6'4". Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying with like a double step deck like this on a sh uh, like that on a shorter board. The geometry just doesn't. Yeah, the, your your little hump in the center is tiny. Yeah, because you need it to flex and do all this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like not it's not anything. like. Yeah, and the thing wasn't like stepped out. It was like, est out, dude. And they were like, I just remember seeing those boards and a huge, fucking logo on the nose that uh -huh. said Boss and uh, Mateo, Matt Howard actually drew that logo. He used uh -huh. to ride from Lava and stuff. Him and uh, Brittany Quinn he used to ride for them back in the day but so I saw those and I was like those things look insane like I thought I was gonna get like a, I wanted a Dano and a Tyler and all that but then I started seeing the, the bosses all the time in Santa because that was his spot mm -hmm. you know and the dudes that rode him ripped he ripped he was a super nice guy and uh, I got to know him and eventually this guy had a, a, a 9.6 I didn't know it was 9.6 I'm still in the rubber dog I'm still tiny and I was like man you know He's like, you want to try it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Tried it first wave. It was like the longest hang tag. I was like, paddled out, and I was like, oh my god! Like, I was like, I need this board. I yeah. need this fucking board. You know? And uh, then he uh, goes, yeah, well, you know, I guess I'll suck. And then told dad, and dad was like, well, you know, you've been doing good in school. Like, you've had the longest for a bit now. Like, I want some more. four hundred bucks. Dad's like, all right. And so that was it, and then I was on bosses forever. And you kept riding those Forever, dude. That was it. I had so many. It's like these people that ride them. It's like the fish Tyler people. Like that's what they're. Yeah. Once you get on the thing, you that, like they're. Fuck. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They're, they're loyal to it. Yeah, yeah, and you're gonna stick to it. It works for you. And stuff. Yeah, you know, and everybody's like, "Oh, those things are hard to ride and all that," but I'm sure they are. You know, I look at them now. I'm like, yeah, that's probably, you know, if you never ridden one, like, you're like, but I was just a grom and only ridden a couple boards in my life, so it didn't. It wasn't like a big. All yeah. I want to do is like hang ten. Yeah. You know, I wasn't even thinking about it. It's the same thing I think like a lot of people with hulls, right? Like like hulls, if you surf for a long time, it's the most alien thing to jump on. Yeah. But like me, I didn't surf a long time when I got one and like I just figured it out right away. Exactly. And everybody's like, how do you ride? I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't this know. Is it just, just what I ride. That's exactly works. Right. Like and I don't want anything else. Yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah. where I was at with that, you know? So I was uh Riding bosses. I mean, this it's all like circling at, like, because I like pan off on stories so oddly when yeah, I yeah. speak. But so that's kind of so it ended up. And so I'm in Rancho. I'm riding bosses now, and I'm like really getting into. I, dude, I I got so into like my first like the first my first video that I actually watched was of course Endless Summer. Yeah. You know, but that's where it starts. That's like the thing, and I got Endless Summer two, and then. I was really into, like, Endless Summer 2 was sick just because I loved Wingnut. I was going to say, yeah. Because I was like, Wingnut is like the jam, you know? I was like, And that favorite. was his big thing. It was yeah. Like, it was like, I'm going to be the star yeah. of, like, Endless Summer 2. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, so sick. And uh, and then I really was more or less into the old videos, honestly. I really love the old videos, even though, um, yeah, I, I like, they're all on VHS, you know? So I had one called uh, Strictly Hot. Mm -hmm. That's the one with the backside... Uh, John Patton, pipeline footage, the famous. Oh, is it? Yeah, sick. So it's like 62, 63, maybe 64, Shit. something like that. 60, yeah. So it's like 64, 65, yeah. I don't know when this video came out, but it has that footage and all that, really all those hot surfers. And then, really who my favorite surfer was was Henson. 
Oh, I yeah. really loved watching him surf. So I really was into Henson and I loved Phil Edwards. I liked that old, and Lance Carson. Of course. Because yeah. I really wanted to like, I just loved, because longboarding to me at the time, because I was still like, I said, I didn't really know much. I was from here. I just, you know, but I was doing as much research as I could because I just, once I get into something, I get fucking obsessed, eh? Like, I just want to know everything about right. it. Like, so I did, uh, you know, my dad would get me like books and like just, yeah, you just back it out on it, you know. Yeah, so right. uh, Henson and Robodog, uh, no, Robodog is sick, but he's goofy foot, not his regular foot. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, whatever. And Henson style, everything about it was just like that's yeah. sick. And then I just wanted like hang ten and shit because I was like, that's long boy, he was hang ten. Yeah, yeah. And so like Lance Carson and stuff, I thought that was great. But um, yeah, I, I moved. Then I, I kind of got out. Of, I didn't get out of surfing so much. Went around high school, mid. Probably like my later, like probably like 11th, 12th grade of high school. Like, I was really, I was skateboarding. Oh, you were? Yeah. That was what like, what uh, years was, it, was that? I graduated in 06, so they like 05, 06. Okay. I wasn't surfing as much, you know? My dad had already moved to the, since the same money at this point. Okay. No, did he? No, 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 he's about to. Because when I was 17, he kind of, he left like, Right after graduation, but he's already kind of like, uh, you know, he was like, he had a fiance at the time, uh-huh. and so I kind of had to place myself in oh, wow. the end there. So I was already kind of geeing up to be on my own uh-huh. at a young age, and um, which I think I'm glad he, you know, he taught, he, you know, he raised me like, uh, yeah, take care of yourself and stuff and figure it out because it happens, life comes quick. Yeah, yeah. it's great. I'm just really thankful for all that. So. I didn't move till I was 18, graduated, got my own place, bloody blah, so, um, yeah, I'm trying to think when he moved, so he probably moved around there six, I think. I stayed in when I was just skateboarding, that was my jam. I thought that was... Was that like, like, like Baker era, or... Yeah, 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 yeah like, man, I had like, like uh... 3G, Baker 3G. Yeah, 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 exactly, and I had like, like, dude, hair, black, long hair down, like, past my tits. Uh-huh. And like there's this video called Pigwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out in Slash, and I looked exactly like Slash at the time. This oh dude Slash yeah, escapes yeah. for him, yeah. Brian Hansen. I looked exactly like that dude, and so I got that nickname. I've had like twenty. The, the Nuge was on Pig, Pigwood. Yeah, Nuge, Nuge, and Sammy Baca. Because um, he was on a podcast recently talking yeah. about this, and I was like, I was like, I didn't even know this fucking company. Existed. It was sick, and it lasted for like a year. Yeah, Lizard King was on it. Like all yeah. the homies, like it was sick and. I was like, that's, that's, that's that was my style. This yeah. Heshwa yeah. wore the same shirt every day until yeah. it literally like fell apart. Yeah. My pants had like a huge hole in the ass. Oh, I didn't Jesus. care like skin tight pants, black hair. Like that was my jam, you know. Black Sabbath shirt every day. It's like people called me like a cartoon character, like Wiley Coyote or some shit. Cause they're like, dude, you don't change your clothes. You look the same every day. Yeah. Like, does that shirt fucking smell? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I didn't. I don't stink for some reason. Yeah. Like that's what one thing I made. So it was good. Like when I had this chick that like. Yeah, well, how bad did it sting? Like, they, like, because she, she knew, like, um, how I was in those days. She's like, yeah, you just fucking smell on my nose. Like, actually, what's crazy is you never smell. We don't know why. You just never smell. Dude, you had the same fucking shirt. Some like, people every just day. Don't. Some people just don't. It was just weird, you know? But, anyways, tangent. <laughs> but, uh, skateboarding, and then finally, um, I forget what happened. A couple years out of high school, just got a little bit radical in life, and then, uh, Dad was like, yo, like, you should move down to the beach. Like, you know? And oh, that's what happened, yeah. So my house got burglarized. I got robbed like twice this house, you know, and probably brought it on myself with this stuff. And, um, but I was filming. 
the skateboarding and filming for acting, the skateboard company. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And doing that and uh, with a mate of mine, really good friend, and uh, you know, I had a, a VX2100, just got all that gear, I had a Century Optics Death Lens Mark One screw mount, not the bayonet, yeah, yeah. titties, like the setup, dude. So I was doing a lot of that, and I was actually gonna, I wanted to do that. Because yeah, at that time you could actually make money doing it. At that time you could make money doing that. You could yeah. travel the world with yeah. your homies and get paid to fucking yeah, to film. Exactly, you know. Yeah. And like now it's a lot different. It's hard, you know. But so that was my jam, and I had enough connections to make that work. Yeah. And it was going in that direction. And then my house got robbed. The camera got stolen. Like, oh, it was, I was just, and I was actually in San Clemente at the time visiting my dad. And my mate called me. He's like, "Dude, we fucking got robbed." And I was like, "I'm kidding." Like. And I had this, like, because I delivered pizzas at the time, so, you know, you get tips and shit. Yeah. And uh, there was a shoebox, dude, in there with, like, two cheese of ones. Oh. Like, no lie, dude, dead set. Like, that oh. many, I was like, oh, fuck. But my closet was, like, when, like, you know a cartoon and you open it and the shit just comes, yeah, like, yeah, a tidal wave yeah. and takes you out? That's how that was. Oh, my So God. I was like, fuck, man. And I hid it kind of well in there. I was like, dude, and I, nobody knew it was in there, you yeah. know? And they're like, and then they go, I go, well, and the weird thing was my mate was going skating that day. He goes, hey, can I borrow your camera? I'm like, yeah, you know. And so my mate's like, where's your, you know, I'm like, his, uh, he goes, where's your camera? And I go, well, Ferg's supposed to have it. You know, he's going skating. And then go, hold it, Ferg's like, yo, dude, we got robbed, heads up, and you have my camera. He's like, nah. Like, I didn't take it out, it's over it. So I got jacked for that. They jacked a bunch of shit in the house. Oh, they didn't get the crazy fucking box of one dollar bills yeah. because that shit. They just you could tell they opened that closet really? and like looked and went like fuck all this. It's trash, dude. Yeah. I'm not even gonna waste my time. But they jacked like a bunch of bullshit and the camera. There goes that fucking thing. Cause I wasn't gonna be able to get the coin to get that set up yeah, again. Yeah, no yeah. way. It was ours. So and uh, so dad was like, move, you know, move to the beach. Like I got a fucking room here. Like did that and then got like uh, got a job at like surf shopping. That was it, then I moved to the beach, and it was like, I can't remember what year that was, 2008, probably early 2008, I reckon. So how did you get, like, what was your first exposure to shaving boards? Um, That happened through, okay, so I met Robin, okay, so Robin, like I said, I always saw him surfing every weekend. Yeah. uh, You know, blackies and stuff. And we were in uh, the Newport Longboard Association, but we never knew each other. Like, we never were like homies at the time. It was just like, we are in and out, whatever. He, apparently, he's in that club. I didn't see him. Like, I knew he temp for clubs. He was in these surfing club things. It was at the coalition shit. Yeah. But I was only, but I was in, so I didn't get to go to all the meetings or all that shit except weekday meetings. At, I think it was like a pizza place or something. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't, that's how, so basically, when I moved, to the beach permanently I got a job at Stewart Surf Shop okay and I was there and then the one in San Clemente yeah 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 and then I knew the guys at Icons of Surf Ken Market Ruins Icons yeah I'd like kind of like rode quote unquote rode for them uh huh but even though I was like inland guy yeah and I was like you know oh, that's right. I was like yeah you know and they gave me like shirts and like stickers but to me being the inland guy I was stoked I was like yeah. well yeah and I thought it was a sick surf shop because they had they were Dead set, it was only badass boards, single fin logs, badass, like that was what, you know, I was into, you know, like, and, uh, like, a couple shaper shirts and, like, some wetsuits, but no bullshit, it was sick, you know, and so I ended up working for them, 
and then I'm surfing Santa a lot and uh, saw Robin, you know, say hi, that's it really. But then he, you know, of course he's selling boards to uh, to icons. Oh, he was? And yeah, yeah. And so I would see his boards. And also I'd seen his boards like when I was coming to Santa when I was younger, before I kind of stopped for a couple of years. Not, really, not that I stopped, I just, just get that was it. Yeah, yeah. And was like doing that. So I'd seen the cream boards and all that. And he's thinking, sick, like, that, that dude's making like, I remember that dude. All that, you know, I was like, it's badass. They're just so different looking than anybody else, straight away, like the abstract thing. And he ripped, he always ripped so hard. He had, like, in my opinion, he's, he's my favorite long. Like, yeah. Um, dead set say it. Like, he's got the sickest style, he's raw, like, charges up. And so, watching him and his mates surf and stuff like that, I was always like, dude, that's, that, that brand's fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, so, anyways, I met icons and he sells boards, and then, like, we'd surfed a couple times and just. Not, you know, not really hanging out or anything. But he had brought in a bunch of boards one day. And uh, he had these, like, button-up t-shirts that this girl Sammy Janet made. Okay. I didn't know she made it at the time or what. He probably had, like, five of them. Came in, dropped off some boards or something, and came in quickly, had these shirts, but then just left the shirts. Okay. And I, like, whatever, we just put them in the back. Like, oh, he'll, he'll be back for them. We totally all forgot about these t-shirts, you know? Oh, they're button-up shirts, really nice, badass, handmade things. And then so I go, uh, I see him at Santa, and I'm like, hey, you know, Robin, like, uh, you know you left some button-up shirts at Icons? He's like, do they have, like, blue, like, print, like, screen print, like, pattern on them? I go, yeah. He goes, fuck. He's like, dude, I thought I lost those. Sammy was so pissed off because she had handmade, like, it was like a series of them, like, one out of oh, ten or some shit. And he just lost them. He should have pissed. But we found him, he was like stoked, he was like cool, so that's really like how we first started hanging out. We was like, yeah, and started chatting and got food and surfed and whatever. So then we just started hanging out like every other day. You know, I'd drive from San Clemente down to uh, to Shop 63 in Newport. Okay. You know, off Costa Mesa. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, we just, we're just buddies, you know, and really close friends, hanging out every day and surfing and him being a shaper, obviously, you know, I mean, now, and then I started writing for him, uh -huh. I, yeah, I had to make me a board, and, uh, it was so fucking sick, like, because I read the bosses, and he's good friends with Bobo as well, so, you know, like, that was a cool aspect, like, we, you know, he's down for the boards and shit, and I had written, the first one I ever wrote was a dagger, my friend Chris Clow, yeah, Clow, um, Chris Callow, he's a legend, and he had a dagger, and I, I was, dude, let me try it. And I just remember the first time I read it, it was so insane, like, loose. Yeah. It's sick, and it still knows it, and all I was like, fuck this thing, I, I need one of these, you know? And then told him, I was like, man, you make me a board, made me a board that I named the Demon Cat, because it was kind of like, it was kind of a dagger, but not, and a little fuller rail, just because I surf Santa every day, so I was like, man. You need I'm something a little fuller. A little bit fuller. Yeah, knifey just doesn't. No, it wasn't, not going to happen there, and like, it just, uh, the board just was that good. But it was really foiled at the tips, you know, like glass on, abstract, it was just like fucking tits. So, I'm trying to find that board to this day. It's out here somewhere, I know it. It's just around, Someone I gotta get it, it back. Yeah. yeah. That's my name, like this weird thing. He wrote on it for me under the, like the 1653 logo. It said like, Evan, who sees through the P in his C? And uh, <laughs> I was like, fuck, it's sick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really cool. It was, you know, I was so stoked at the board and after that, um, you know, we're constantly hanging out. And I was like, man, I would love to learn how to shape her. Like, I didn't want to, and honestly, like, even to this day, like, I'll say, like, I didn't want to sh learn to shape them to start my own brand. Yeah. Even to this day, I would not start my own brand. Yeah. I wanted to work with Robin 
in yeah. what was already in my opinion like bullshit around yeah. I was like dude if I start I didn't make anything it's cool and if yeah. I do it's gonna be like totally inspired by what he's doing so it's like fuck all right, what's the point like, yeah. what's the point dude he's doing it. he'll always do it better than yeah. me anyways and he's like you know he's had so much talent like such good vision on what he's doing like it's just the package dude it's yeah. like and so I wanted to, I was like man I want to work with TV now and like you know whatever to help if I can like one day get into this thing you know and he was open about it which is cool like some people was like oh, I don't know yeah yeah but like you know we we're, were buddies so he was like you know you know I wasn't gonna be like some shyster or like you know for all you know I could have been some coot like but I just was like really open about dude I'm not gonna like being honest about what's up yeah I don't want I'm, dude this is the company yeah what's the point so I remember how I just, yeah, we, I, I would just watch him constantly, let me watch him shape, and uh, glass and stuff, and I never really got, like, so deep into the shaping thing, that first, like, I just walked, and then, uh, more or less, was really how I got into the glassing side, because I was, they, like, kind of glassed a few boards there and stuff, had to show up, wasn't really set up for it, but, and, uh, I just remember watching him cut a lot. It was him or somebody else. I'm sure it's him, which is they're cutting a lap. I'm pretty sure it's him. But for some reason, it reminded me of when you grip a board, like grip a skateboard. Yeah. And you know you grip it, and then you take the razor blade and zip it down the side. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck! I'm like, it's like gripping a skateboard. And Same deal. Like, like just pull it, just pull it up and it goes. Yeah. And they're like, fucking. What are you talking about? Like, dude, nothing like gripping a skateboard. Like this shit takes all this like. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm like, I think I can. I'm like, I think I'm pretty good at colors. Like in my mind, I'm like. I think I'm alright at colors. Like yeah. I think I have good taste in color. You know, I, I, you know, I'm thinking that. You know, like fuck. You know, I told him like I think I, I got good color ideas. Like I think I could learn to do this. And like I don't know if they took me so serious. Right. Kind of like dude, this like, is like the tripping. really hardcore shit. Yeah, yeah. No clue, dude. Yeah. Like You can kind of do deeper. Like you're yeah. not gonna become a fucking blaster. Yeah. And uh, but kind of when like it's like that situation, you're like fucking watch me. You're like I'm gonna. Fuck. Like, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to do this, dude. Yeah. I'm going to learn. Like There's no motivation like that than that. No, exactly. When someone tells you you can't do something, you're like, oh, no, I'm going to show you're you like, that what? I can yeah, do it. You're like, oh, shit. You're like, all right, it's on. Yeah. I just I can put yeah. the fuel in the fire. Like, yeah. it's going down. So I um, did moved out of, uh, we'd all moved to shop out of 1653 and moved to And we got this Quonset hut there off of Las Vegas, by like Las Vegas Boulevard. It's right by Doho. I don't even know the other street, but there's like these sick Quonset huts and there's like little industrial areas. My hobbies over there, and they, okay, where yeah, they're yeah. making their boards over yeah. there, you know. And um, we set that up as a full factory. That was the idea there, full, start to finish. Yeah, it, it was sick. At uh, you know, so then I started really just started going like, oh shit, you know, he's the shaper. I don't need to push, try to be like the, the ghost guy, really. Yeah. I mean, He's a glasser more than anything. Yeah. Like he can't, you know, he was doing a lot of the glassing himself, but it's like, cannot you can't just crank boards like that, you know? No, There's so much we had a lot of demand we still do, so it's like one guy kinda of doing a lot of it. I mean a lot of I mean there's stuff taking the waterings of course, like yeah. you know, the there's Japanese production and stuff like that. But you know, you wanna do stuff for California, but you can only do so many boards. You know, we're trying to do a lot of stuff out of this little factory yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. you know, and it was just like heavy. Um, so I started with doing prep work. He taught me taping up, and just I was basically just getting the boards ready for him so he could come in, draw color, be done, go back to shaping, yeah. and I'd prep the next and stuff like that. 
And then the first real glassing thing that I learned was from Ron, who worked at Waterman's at the time. And he would come and pick up our boards that were going to get glassed at Waterman's and, uh, you know, take those Waterman's by bought. But he'd come by, you know, but he was a sick glasser himself. He knew yeah. everything, you know. And, uh, he taught me how to glass on fins. That was my first job. That's a glassing on fins. Nice. It was kind of gnarly. I was like, fuck, like, I was stressed. He's like, ah, oh, this is what you're going to do. If you do this this way, every time, you can't fuck it up. Make sure the air is out of it, and that was the first job, glass-ons. And then, uh, really, like, you know, tinkered with those guys glassing, but never was, like, that solid on it. And then we'd gone to Australia. First trip in Australia, 2010. And beginning of 2010, it was. So, we go, we went first to Japan. No, Hawaii for a week. Did that whole thing. Hawaii Tamba. And then went to, uh... Japan worked there, and I was doing the same kind of thing for those guys. So you guys were making boards there in Japan, yeah, yeah. custom orders. So it's Robin, Chiz, Chris, from Chiz, who's a legend, and uh, myself. And I was some prep guy. Chiz was lambing. Robin was helping lamb, and Robin was shaping, of course, you know. And so I kind of was getting a little bit more into it there. And then when we got to Oz, I was obviously doing the same thing. It comes from there. And then there's a the shop we were working at. It's called Rhino, Rhino Laminating. Uh-huh. In, uh, in Manlyvale, Sydney, Australia. And uh, They do like, now they do like Campbell Brothers. Yes, yeah, 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 exact. So I had, um, so one Twycross, he's my sensei really when it comes to glassing. Because I was there, we were there for like a month. And uh, he was like, yo, uh, Told Chiz like, hey, if that kid Evanol, if he wants to you know, learn how to do this, if he stays another month, I'll teach him how to do it every month. And I was like, bullshit. I was like, bullshit. I is. I thought my mate was putting me on. And he goes, yeah, go ask him. And I was all shy about it. I was like, fuck. I hope he's not even gonna make me look like a dickhead. And I'm gonna go and ask this guy. He's like, I don't mind say that, you know? Like, yeah. And so I went up to him and go, hey, like, uh, Chris said, like, if, if I stay another month or so, you'll teach me how to glass properly, like professionally, not just like. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, you've got, you've got somewhere to stay, yeah. I go, all right, fucking, I'll do it once. Like, I was supposed to go back to Japan because we had a show, fucking event, like, I don't even know what you'd call it, exhibition show thing, you know. We had an entrance band playing, which is really sick, and all this stuff. And I was like, man, I've been to Japan a few times now, so this is a once in a life. I'm, you know, getting into the glassing industry is not easy. No, dude, no. Because there's not a lot of people in it, and dudes are like, I don't have time to teach nobody this shit because yeah. it takes forever. It's like not a quick process. But I was lucky enough to have Juan just be like, yep, yeah, we'll do it. And every day, dude, just in there all day with him. And he, you know, showed me the ropes. And by the end, I could I could laminate. And then he goes, well, when you're not laminating, we're going to teach you to polish. All right. So I learned to polish. I learned to uh, gloss. I learned to gloss. Yeah. The whole in thing. that fucking month, like, Hardcore, dude, and I ended up staying. I think I kept extending and staying. I ended up there until my visa ran out, pretty much. Yeah. But I was lucky I got that saga. I don't even. Know, we don't even have time for okay, yeah. that shit. That was crazy. The almost leaving and doing let me leave the country and all kinds of yeah. crazy shit. So, um, what happened was uh, he taught me the glass, and I came back here, and I was like, man, yeah, Robin picked me up. I think Robin picked me up. Or, no, I ended up at work the other day. I got back from Oscar. He goes, all right, so what do you, you learn how to glass? Goes, yeah, I can glass. He goes, what do you mean glass? I'm like, I can glass. And he's like, what, laminate? Hot good, what do you... You're like, I can I was like, that. give me the shit. 
And so he um, started on the board, slamming, and I'm watching him. And then all of a sudden, just like, he's tucking the lap, and I just grab the squeegee and start going with him. He's like, fuck, right? Yeah. You can fully do it. Then we do, I'll just throw color on one, did it. We had this, and he's like, oh, yeah, dude, he got, like, and that was it. From then on, I was blasting one. So you now know, you're out of this out of a fucking container in the back of that thing. It was a container, no ventilation, one, oh. one light that wasn't even centered over the board. But the crazy thing was, like, the way the light went into that container, you could see, like, super good. Like, it was weird. Like, we just, shit. like, illuminated probably the whole Yeah, thing. and it wasn't, like, too bright to where, like, if there's air, because sometimes you'll glass on me, and if it's too bright, because the resin can reflect the light off of it. Yeah, you're not. And you can't really see, like, little air bubbles. Like, that thing had crazy fucked up light to where you could see everything. So all the lamps get really tired. Yeah. So that was, that was it. It started to fly. <laughs> and that's how, and... Quantum. So, and, and now, so now, how much... How many boards are you guys outputting here domestically? Domestically, if I, I like, I mean, the thing is, our stuff's never really easy to get, and yeah, no, that's the thing. There's not like, like the thing is, like, if I want to get one, it's it's a pain in the ass. It's like, a pain in the ass. It makes, but we got, we do have a website now because we've literally, like, dude, we worked on a website. For it's not even worth it. It yeah. took like seven years to figure this out because Robin had this vision of what he wanted, you know, and it was hard to find something that could build what he wanted and you know his ideas were changing of where it's gonna go and finally we ended up with this one idea we actually built the thing yeah, yeah. so we do people have a website gatoheroi.com I think it's cool it came, yeah. we're pretty stoked with how it came out and there's a shop on there it's a web shop we sell our trunks we sell our fins we sell our wetsuits our board bags and surfboards we have surfboards for sale people so, so that's like, where you go and there's daydreams here uh -huh. there's uh but, uh, we got Dahlia. That's really it. Yeah. We want to keep because you know we want to keep. Kind of, we don't want to like have a heap of shops. No, no. We don't no. want it too accessible, just because it gets complicated. We want to keep it simple. Yeah. We just want to surf, man. Yeah. You want to make boards that like basically like give you the opportunity to surf and make it your own boards for yourself. That's that was like the I, that's, that's like, everybody's yeah. like board builders dream as much as they want to say like oh I want to have a viable business fuck that at the end of the day you want to make boards that like you could be like hey I want to make this for myself and then you can you sell one it. that pay for it yeah exactly but that's it yeah, that's it man and like that's kind of like what Robin I think kind of started thinking is I just want to surf and make myself surf boards like if I can make the thing just make it to where I can do this and kind of just come out even at the end ball there's some stuff you know I think that's everybody in the country really you know and that's how it should be I mean look you can't I think with the market because it is so saturated right like there's so many people that do do this stuff that if you think you're gonna be some big machine that's gonna produce a thousand boards a month like dude that right. world does not exist no, like you can't right. and then you're also not making good product no exactly that's you're, the thing like we want to make these things and you know, we're using petroleum products, and that's just not for one, it's ultra expensive. Just the cost of a surfboard alone is ridiculous now. And yeah, like a margin for you. For we're not, yeah, it's nothing. No, and I, I and I know this from like other board builders I talk to all the time. They're like, yeah, the margin on building a board is like, a, it's there's it's, no profit in it. Like, no, at the yeah, end of the day, it's, it's like good passion, dude. You're yeah, because you love it, and like, I, uh, yeah, you know, we we just want to surf. But the, I'm not gonna lie, man, like. Once I started building, because I moved, then I moved 2010 to Australia, uh -huh. and I lived there for seven years, 
almost eight years, something like that. So were you doing? The I just came back. I'm fresh off the plane. Yeah, no, I know. So you were built. You were doing the the brand there. Yeah, I was doing Gato Heroi there, uh-huh. and we weren't really focusing on cream so hard. What's um, what's the difference? Like this. Okay, is this is this is gonna get. I hope I explain this right. Because it's like I don't understand. Yeah. So Gato is gonna be. You're more performance oriented, like. You know, you're, for instance, this one here, the Sabre, uh-huh. you know, pinny, narrower, kind of bladier rails, like, kind of raw, performancey, like, fast. raw dog, fast, just hot, you yeah. know what I mean, to where the uh, cream aspect is like, we're looking at, you know, more or less, we're looking at longboards, man, like, the nose are like logs that rip, uh-huh. you know, they're not ultra heavy, but they rip. More user friendly, would you say? More user friendly, that's a perfect way to put it you know yeah. like you're out there like you're not gonna ride a saber and be out there like hanging ten. yeah you're hauling ass and like shooting down the line and mm-hmm. you know loose turns all that you know but with the cream like you're hanging ten doing drop knees mm-hmm. you know like more classic classic style i guess in i never way, i don't no 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 definitely it's more user friendly no but the thing is it's funny that you say that because now thinking about it when i see people ride cream boards it's definitely they're riding the board a certain kind of style and then when they're riding, riding gato board boards it's a totally different style yeah. and like that just that, the board is doing what it's doing exactly kind of thing and the thing is it's like uh the, the user friendly thing is definitely a, a thing to say because the gato's tend to uh, you know you even rent one you jump on one you're like first of all you grab it and put it on your own like things to bit thin on like yeah. it's gnarly you're kind of yeah. like oh but they um and like now that robin and i really we're just riding creams like crazy right now and just feeling like drums again you know because it's like this is just like just it's easy yeah, yeah. like it's just so much easier really to ride and like now we're getting older you know like we're kind of going like ah oh, yeah and i kind of see what people were talking about when we were young making these boys you know, whatever like nah, yeah yeah nah. But we're like... We are not so nimble and so Yeah, wide. yeah, and now we're like seeing it, we're just only riding, like, riding like, the yeah, shit out of the creams out here in California going like, yeah, this is kind of the jam right now. Yeah, I have I have a super foiled like log um, that Chris Hall made and like I and I have one now that's like a little bit different, like a little bit thicker and I, I notice a difference. Like I'm like, wow, this foiled one is kind of... Really? Yeah, like <laughs> this is kind of crazy. And then I got to the other one, I'm like, oh, this is just easy. This is yeah. really, like kind of fun. Um, one thing too that you guys are known for, I mean, you talk about you doing the glassing and all that stuff. It's like you guys do all these abstracts and stuff, and then you know the the wave uh, deck pads, the, the deck pa- yeah, like that's yeah. your guys' thing. That's our thing, and it's like and the free lap was our thing, like all that. Was that just something that just organically happened? Yeah, organic. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the abstract, Robin came up with that. I mean, let's honestly look at it here. I mean, dude, no one was, when it came to the, like that classic cream abstract, the abstract we all know, there wasn't nobody. I'll, like I, yeah. if you show me one, I'll be like, before that, no. before I've been doing them, I'd be like impressed. But there was not. There was yeah. marbles yeah. and acid splashes. Yes. Yeah. Gene Cooper was doing them. Don't know if Tyler. Tyler's. I don't think doing it. No, he was not doing it. Who's Tyler Atikian? Yeah, he was not doing it. No, abstract. no, his he was classic, dude. Like, but Gene car. was. Gene was yeah. doing marbles and acid splashes and all of that. You yeah. know, but Robin wasn't doing this. He was. He kind of found his. He had his own vision of what he came up with, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, so that that was just his thing. I just remember every cream I saw ever do growing up was like, badass abstract. Yeah. It just looked so sick. It was just right away, you notice the board, and the dude's riding in the rip. And it was just like that. Good so color. It just like, yeah. It was like it wasn't cool. bullshit colors. It was like yeah. these colors all look good together. Yeah, you know, exactly. Kind it of was, thing. It was rad, you know? And, um, and then the Gatos, I, 
he, he just did the free laps because, oh well, no, he did the free laps before at the cream, but um, it really came out with the, the contest, you know what I mean? He saw the free laps, that's when I really noticed it at least. Um, yeah, because I know that's like a thing for me that's really beautiful about your guys' boards, like those, like, those deck patches and all that stuff. I'm like, this is like so... It guys like, little... Dude, thing. it's yeah. sick. It's like, yeah. it's thank dope. you. No, I love it. Like, I, 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 I love what you guys do, like the whole thing. One day I'm going to hopefully convince my wife that I need one of these and she'll be chill. Yeah, you know, I'll, be, I'll be there for you. I'll do it up. Because uh, it's, it's, it's cool. Like, I'm glad the, com the company he created has its look. Like, shit, dude, like, the gotchas, you don't have to put a logo on it. Because you see the wave patch? Mm -hmm. And you're like, there you go. I know what it is immediately. Yeah. Like that's our thing. Like the wave patch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, now, well, now with you guys doing like all those wetsuits and fins like that, is that just yeah. something that kind of like, hey, we feel like doing this, or is there like, this like, is it shops that are demanding it? Like, how does it was that... kind of well. I mean, it, with the wetsuits, it kind of. Span, I mean, Robin always kind of did wild, but like we kind of bring back the cream wetsuit thing where we had these really wild colors. Yeah. The panel like. Please do. They were sick. And I'm the only one ballsy enough that was wearing them recently yeah. because they're so loud and like, but I like it because I'm like, dude, I grew up seeing these suits and these boards. I'm like, dude, I'm putting this shit. Together. I want the fucking crazy looking ones. Yeah. I want the abstract fucking longboard. Yeah. Like I want that, you Trip know. Like, I want the like the OG look, you know. And uh, so no, you always kind of did the wetsuits just because uh, it was one, you know. Fucking, that's the look. That's yeah. what he came. So uh, that the wetsuits always there with him and uh, the fins, of course. Like we're gonna do them because. He's building boards, he wants his template that he's created to go with, the, wants the best thing in it. Like shit, you can go and buy Greeno, yeah. doesn't mean it's going to be the best damn fan for it. So, no. you know, being the board builder, wants to, you know, match it to... Exactly, you know, and certain boards have their things, so uh, the fins came, it all just came with, why not, question, you know, like, yeah. like shit, okay, I like got my own Western, might as well make our own trunks. Yeah. Might as well our own shirt like yeah. make a brand but not to where it's like a fucking it's season three yeah or whatever the fuck no no no, no, I mean? no like yeah. oh we got we got fall 19 fuck, coming out coming up. We we're just like dude we got t-shirts let's do it yeah whatever we'll do 50 of them get them while you can because you don't know when the hell we're gonna do it again so to anybody out there that likes the stuff you don't know if we're ever gonna do it again <laughs> no but that's a beauty i think of smaller brands i know that's like what i do like you know like the shirts that i do like yeah. i only do like these like like 50 or 100 prints and i'm like that's all that's left i'm yep. not making them like i know i can make more money but no no and well it's good because people you know everybody gets they get something special and like shit it's like shit you didn't get it bummer but hey when at least you know next time when the shit comes out yeah, like yeah. it's it's hot off the press and then too. We're not gonna yeah. run the same story twice. Yeah. Try not to, at least unless it's something we really enjoy. We're like, shit, okay, that okay, was cool. You gotta do we'll it. do it People again. But at least we'll give it a big gap. Yeah, I have that problem with like those like thank you for not surfing here shirts. Yeah, like, yeah. I've printed them three times and then like this last time I'm like that's it. You're like okay, it's enough. Yeah, I got that. Dude, there's like there's guys. like 200 out there. Yeah, that's yeah. all I want. Yeah, I, I don't want to even bother with it anymore. No, that's that's good. I like that stuff. Um, do you? Now, one of the big things that's kind of like happened with like boards in the last like five, ten years, everybody's going for this more involvement style. Yeah, the like, Aussie style. Now, what do you th what do you attribute that to? Like, if you were to say like, ah, it's because of this. Like, what do you think it is? It's because people. Okay, I'll tell you. I reckon this is what I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Now, from being from when I moved and from living in Australia for so long, when I was out here, at least. Being you know, involved in the company surfing and stuff, 
nobody was looking at the old 67, 68, 69 Australian videos watching I don't think a lot of people really knew. Like the Groms and stuff. Like there's older dudes that knew their shit. Like yeah. of course Joel, like yeah. obviously knew all that. That's the total, you don't even have to say that. Yeah. Even, like there was, you know, there's dudes like I would say, okay let's at least like I was around the scene enough to knew a lot of people, all, all the California guys. Yeah. I didn't know anybody that was talking about, you know, McTavish surfing uh, Honolulu or Honolulu Bay on the plastic machine and the video is literally called Fantastic Plastic, Yeah. you know, whatever. You know, no one is talking about that shit. But, Robin's really, he, not, not attributing it to, oh, Robin did it, but he turned me on to it because I didn't, I didn't, I was, what, I was a kid about like, the letters was Yeah. But he was, well, he's making these reports and he had a copy of um, Hot Generation on VHS. And we were going to Australia, so he was like, oh, these, I gotta make the, yeah. the fucking involvement, uh, yeah. evolution style, you know, uh, Hot Generation Northwood kind of V-bottom things. We're yeah. going there, I'm making this, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm getting hyped on this idea. And so we just watched that video like a million times, and I'd never seen it, I was like, holy shit. I'm like, it's this like surfing's incredible. I'm like, these dudes, they, they, they blew doors, I don't care, dude. Yeah. Everybody went away, but I'm like, fuck all that. Sorry, David. No, but I'm, like, I'm dude, with you. I'm with you. Like those guys are not just like okay, like they were fucking. Ripped. They're and just they're not like gorgeous. stepping on the nose and fucking seeing how long they can have. Yeah, like they're like fucking moving this thing Ripping. around like crazy. Yeah, yeah, and really like you know like fucking. <laughs> oh, like waves of consequence. Yeah, like, yeah, like no leash, like going, gnarly, gnarly, and yeah. uh, so a lot of people didn't turn on to that kind of Australian stuff until. I think personally, recently, because I get over there, and the weird thing was, like, when I got over there, I went to News, we went to News, and I thought, oh, shit, you know, this land of right and point breaks, yeah. like, there's gonna be some crazy loggers and all this, and there wasn't that many. We went to News, and I swear, dude, I'm sure people were like, no, nah, this guy's fucking tripping, that that were there, or whatever, but we got a firing ass year, and there weren't that many loggers. There was a lot of high pro loggers, though. Hmm. It wasn't really like a heavy logging scene. There's Harrison, of course, and yeah. like those Chano, yeah, yeah Maddie, and uh, all those guys. Like you know, the guys we know of now. Yeah. That were always doing it there, but yeah. that was, and I guess like here you see a lot of people single fin longboards, whether they're known or not. There's a shit. Yeah, there's there a lot. was not a predominant thing at those years, but um, you know, as far as like I don't know, man, it's just weird how the whole thing you just watch it turn and change and fuck. I don't know. It's weird to understand, but. As far as like, I think a lot of people now in the states, California side, a lot of them have been traveling those stuff. Oh, the so last think that's it, huh? Sixty years, I would say. You know, I mean, so they're bringing that. They're seeing the Aussie kids are actually really getting into like that the Australian stuff, and these, you know, pulled back uh, piggy. They're piggy, but they're wide like thin back. and wide point back. Like they just rip her ass boards, foiled, dude, foiled, and like. And a lot of kids have seen that, seen the Australian kids that rip surfing these things, and shit, that board does look sick, it totally works. And they're, I think they're coming back, like, because, that, I'm, man, I didn't see no fucking longboards out here that looked like the Australian shit. No, no, Until no. recently. That's like... Really. Yeah. Because everything was so parallel, nose right here. Everybody white point middle, yeah. fat nose, even yeah. white point front. Yeah, like, just hang Yeah, no, no. And, I'm, and now they're white point back, pulled in noses, not sharp. 
but you just know, pulled in. just pulled in. Yeah. Like it's like a progressive pig looking like really yeah. kind of weird. That's sort of what I have now. So yeah. It's like, like it, you know what the thing is, you know? That's, that's, that's I, I got into movie. it the same way. Like I watched those Paul Witzig movies and exactly. I'm like I'm like, I wanna fucking surf like this. Yeah. Like fuck that yeah. Malibu shit. This is the shit I wanna do. And yeah. then I started doing a little research and the first one I got was that Michelle Cheneau board, the Nowski, yeah. where he did yeah. it, it's like four inches back, the nose is pointy, and I'm yeah. like, dude, this is the shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, this is, exactly. like, it turns. Yeah, like, this is it awesome. turns. Like, you know it's right in the pocket, in the proper spot. Yeah. Like, you're not, like, way out on the shoulder. Yeah, I Nose love riding. It. It's like, you're in yeah. the zone where the energy is, yeah. you know? And you, you have to, um, the board just works in that. It doesn't want to work out. It makes you surf it in the right spots to make it do its thing. What it makes you to, an yeah. overall better. So I think those kind of boards, you know. So no, I'll, I agree. I mean, the funniest thing is, like, so I went to the Outer Banks last year and I borrowed an involvement, McCavish yeah. involvement. Yeah, yeah. Shitty waves, right? Shitty waves, like knee high waves or something. Yeah, yeah. With that board, it felt like I was riding like a fucking six foot wave. Like yeah, I could do anything, do anything I wanted on to do. It. Like I was in the pocket. Yeah, like I was yeah. like, dude, this is so fun. It's going so fast. I could turn it. Yeah. I could do anything. And the wave was like maybe knee high, and it yeah. felt like the best. It thing. It felt like it just worked. You yeah. Know? And like those those style boards, I I didn't see that. You know, ten years ago. No, no, it's and I and think it's like the last few years, especially the last few years. I think last like three years. I was gonna say that because like I mean I've only been back for like a year, but I'm like man, I've seen the kids coming to Oz when yeah. I was there with their longboards from California. They fucking didn't look like this, mm. what they're looking like now. No, 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 and, and I know it's definitely from people turning on and get the accessibility to us with sick films, the Bob Evans films, all that. Because for one. Those many years ago, you can even get those seats. Mm. They're on VHS. They're super hard to find. Dude, even to get like I wanted, I got the three. Yeah, the trifecta, the trilogy. Dude, I had to get it from Australia. Yeah. I couldn't even get it in the states. Exactly. Like I had to buy through some third-party seller on eBay. Like yeah. I was like, fine, I don't care. I don't care. Here, I just need here's a hundred bucks. I don't yeah. give a shit. Give so it the to accessibility me. of people, obviously, you know, kids starting to go over there a lot more now. I think, and uh, them bringing that back. It's turning them on to like that evolvement, evolution period, and all that. And, you know, people talking about it, you know, just turning people onto it. I think mm-hmm. so. That's where I think that's meant from. I hope that all made sense, to people. No, no. I, I mean, it's 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 interesting because it's happening in a lot of different areas too. Yeah. It's not just happening in California. So like in Florida, right? Yeah. And it's happening in North Carolina, Outer Banks, and like it's all those people are like, I'm not gonna get on a fucking nose rider. It's like, but yeah, it's like, what do you do? And it's like, fucking. Close, like almost a close out and you can't even do a turn to avoid this it's like the thing don't even fit in the wave bro. yeah yeah it's like, like just get something that's gonna fit in the wave first yeah we all we all don't have Malibu in our backyard exactly like, that's you know one. I'm just like excited about because I love seeing people out there with boards like that and when you feel their rail and it's like foiled and the wide points back and then like and then you see them surf and it's like this thing pivots yeah exactly but then does it'll all still the draw out a turn yeah, it'll still so nose nice. right in critical sections like I mean sick. I mean, that's like, and you guys do some of the best ones out there, so. Thank you, appreciate that. Um, so I'm going to end this with a question I ask everybody. What What's your favorite break to surf and why? Uh, obviously, I'm a maggot for about hand points. I think it's just because <laughs> I, everybody is. But yeah. I think, it still spans back always to like, bloody, you know, Inland Coop in the dream of the right point, yeah. point break, so. Um, I to be honest, I want to sound ridiculous. It's two waves, I'll say. Malibu, yes, everybody's in Uber, Malibu, Lisa, some any of that right hand point break yeah. shit. I just, you know, I love it. But 
I think I've had a lot of fun at Ghetto in France as well. It's like a big A-frame. Uh-huh. It's like it's like a Sano big A-frame. Where like, in France is it? Uh, like by beards, it's called Ghetto. Uh-huh. And uh, it's it's sick. I like that wave a lot. But honestly, I like a lot. I'm just a fucking boy, dude. I like hanging tan and do drop knees and crap. Yeah. And like, so the right hand point of any, any of them. Give me any of them. Give me a right hand point. Any of them. I mean, if it's the longer the better. I haven't got to go to Morocco or anything and catch anything like that. Because Morocco wants to be ridiculous. I would love, I've had the opportunity. I passed on a just, trip last year. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm an idiot. I know. I was supposed to go this year and I can't. I, I got too much on it. It'll, I hope it'll be there. I hope I'm still it's like around. Going, it's, like, but, it's like going anywhere. You know, um, I guess I guess now that I'm centralized in California again for a while, I'm just going to pick fucking Malibu. People happy or pick Malibu. There you go. <laughs> uh, um, anybody you want to thank in closing? Um, I do want to thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Appreciate it, mate. I know I'm not easy to get a hold of. Uh, took about four months. <laughs> I made it. Thank you. And I want to thank uh, Robin and Cream and everybody that has been awesome to me and involved me in surfboard building and Waterman's Guild for letting be, them being so gracious and letting me work out of their factory and their team is off the hook. Um, they're incredible. I want to thank Juan Troikos of Rhino Laminating for really uh, helping me figure this out and teaching me what without him I'd probably still be fucking going like, so how do you, so what if I try to hop in this one? Like, you know, like, he really opened the door for me to be able to come back and show Robin, like, hey, watch this, I can do it. Yeah, and that, that, that got me the, <laughs> my real start. So I really appreciate that one. And I'll see you next year, mate. And to everybody else that said, fucking, uh, I like your support and your work. Thank you. I appreciate that because it keeps me, you know, stoked to do it. You know, awesome. people seem to like it. So I'm, I'm really, really uh, grateful for that. So thank you. All right, awesome. Thanks for sitting down. Yeah, no worries. Thanks so much to Evan for sitting down with us and doing the interview and picking songs. You know, I, as you guys know, if you're if you listen to past episodes, me coming from a skateboarding background, I definitely love hearing surfers who have skate backgrounds and where it came from. And it was really exciting to hear that about Evan because I've gotten to know him over the last couple of months and I didn't even know that side about him. So that was kind of cool. And then I'm a big believer in the best surfers skate and the best skaters usually surf. It's nice to see that crossover and you see more and more of that in this world. Not gonna bore you anymore. I wanna get back into some tracks, mixing some stuff that Evan picked, and then we'll be back with some short takes. Peace. Say it so, live your dreams, don't pay the cost and Say hello to the killer team, I kill a fiends for blood Screams of thugs like fiends for drugs, I don't need no love Give me your fear, money, respect, beer, honeys and sex We're here, up in the checks for years, hungry and stressed You fucking with Chris, fuck one, get the raffle later Get your calculator, the head of cavitators back forever Take out how many heads I had to sever Half the niggas I keep, and put them back together That's the terror, could open your girl, and make your trash out of flesh like Buffalo Bill, you fucking reveal the real rap action.
maniacs, I'm Roy Miller Hack, hack, chain react, two for one Double the death, same price, what would they say? Huh, you know that ain't right It's not game hard, we can't pay hard It's still cheese hard, what you pay for? Big, my Glock so big it can rock a bridge Drop the midsection at the top of your wig Ain't no bullshitting Getting the full treatment Special tool, heated missiles So your crew's even with you I rip you in half Blast that ass through a glass window Laugh a little The dash in the S's class limo That's how we do it in the South Boogie, what's up about Boogies get stuffed out But talking about to me Why should I even consider your crew Shit on your crew Get rid of your crew What I'm fitting to do I split you in two Leave you impaired when I blast the shotty Dripping the group and leave you there with half your body be rowdy like Roddy, probably robbing your stash Got your body like Charlie, I'm not snatching knives in my ass Surviving the task, we the last ones left Blast the text with cliffs, fast as vets to spit Ass and tips for any bastard bitch, bad but shit Watch me rap to the casket from the past and dead Piaget To burn bush in this rap session Once again on the run Be the black stallion Now you fucking with the callion mm-hmm. Iron lung boy me can't done Army of one blaze your bun I'ma get you none except challenge ha, Run around with a racist They iced it, I aced it Placed it right up in their face Till they faced it Hard to the dome like a chrome microphone I'm bad to the bone to the bone Danger zone That's my life and my song Keep it moving Hop alone little doggies Robin Mac, Cadillac, dark shaded window, long sunny black, fake antenna back of the car, side is on TV, even a bar, bulletproof down, safe and sound, so we're in the front just to drive the Lexus all around. Give your, give your, give your body a ride, nice and warm aside. Come to the dirt dog, it's a cummy ride. <laughs> Yo, yo, a Wu-Tang click will make your addle split With power in my brain, you can't fathom it Whoever go against the will of the grain will get slain Don't ever say die, God name in vain My third eye electronic dragonfly spy will observe and record your words And your lives will approach you And have my dogs come and ghost you When it comes to the bread, sound the heat will toast you Music makes me lose control This is not just rock and roll Hip-hop digs right to the soul Music makes me lose control Wu-Tang, now we on the roll On the 
rise, now here we go Guaranteed to flip the show Rizza Beast is out of control Out of control, out of control Out of control, now here we go Yo, who got that nigga gas like he can't get ski masked Abducted from his doorstep Duffel bag his head for the price of nothing He's a glutton, when I'm manifesting Each day is a lesson Y'all faggots came to the school of the 36 chambers Copied on papers of scholars to earn dollars We trendsetters and woo leathers Trendsetters and woo leathers, whatever Music makes me lose control This is not just rock and roll Hip hop digs right to the soul Music makes me lose control Wu-Tang now we on the roll On the rise now here we go Music makes me lose control Music makes me lose control Music makes me lose control This is not just rock and roll Hip hop digs right to the soul Music makes me lose control Wu-Tang now we on the roll On the rise now here we go Guaranteed to flip the show Rizza Beast is out of control Out of control Out of control Out of control Now here we go Whipping a regal on y'all beagle looking motherfuckers Yo, James spin off, slang dames wanna hit off Check it, Slovak, lock it down, lames get off Jerry match, range rack, fist of Firiac, Don pose, 600 glow Wally Mac, poly like that, it's real Diabolical, logical, strange, chokehold, kill as possible Flip a wig, blindfold, rewind the scroll Clip full mode, flip on the glow Blow, rock a arm full, Taurus the bull will pull Sit back, calm full, timbal and coat wool Hailing from my neck down, rounds, flip clowns Buying a loyal bitch, gowns go down, fuck them Clowns while we healing minds, wheeling labs with cathedral ceilings. Dry a hitman for higher alien flyer. Frank Bang the Wack. What? What? Step Frank up. Bang the Wack. Your sword up. Frank, what? Frank Bang the Wack. Georgia Pack. Hey yo, witness the abduction, hill of destruction, blood rushing. From a universal standpoint, I knowledge shorty's bussin'. But they gotta come some before they can test my steel. I send a grandson to let him feel one. Body's not worth my gun. Peace of dawn, www.masterkill.com. Heavily on, we roll through the dark, damp litter of the forest. Yeah. Floor lies gold. Bless him with a C note, throw him over boat, slit his stomach so the body won't float. The vigilant, infinite patient, I stand as command in chief. Mad thorough, competition's intense for every inch of the barrel. Slang bang the whack, short the pack, pump it to the max, till your heart collapse, fully auto rap. Slang bang the whack, short the pack, pump it to the max, till your heart collapse, fully auto rap. Might lose your eyesight, blood type, A your life, snake bite, poisonous mic, I live the right to hike. Murderversa, 20 bean rap fiend server Rhymes nurture minds, busting like twin burners Certified live, 5 million eyes left wide Inside we split the grand prize Wanted by a landslide, dance by the rest They bet in contests, but they pose no threat Street corner warrior, cross crab disorder And glide like rollerblades, cross your recorder Soldier of fortune, lost in the madness Brandish your weapon or get dropped to the canvas Pope bandit, hold the belt single-handed Most demanded, assassin is what I'm branded Far from your standard, universally Planted jewels in the minds of fools left stranded One man hit force, my shirt ripped off Squeeze a full clip to kill a bullshit, then I dip off Slang bang, slang bang the whack Georgia pack, pump it to the max Till your heart collapse, fully auto rap Might lose your eyesight, blood type A your life, snake bite, poisonous mic I live the right to hype Execute them Execute them Slang bang the whack Torture pack, pump it to the max Till your heart collapse 
Slang bang the whack. Torture the pack, pump it to the max. Be your heart collapse. Fully auto rap. Might lose your eyesight. Blood type. A your life. Snake bite. Boy, Mike. I live the right to hike. I live the right to hike. A superstar, pick up the microphone and I proceed to rock and roll. By the time I sweat, I'm out of control. I'm like a locomotive going to express. My lyrics written is scraping on the wall. Death, I'm from a town, I'm a gangster from the projects. Eden Wall, take it all, get most respect. Destined for fame when I'm going for mine. This, this is how I run it down the line. Hey, yo, beat. 
Mr. Styles, mics I'll be crashing. If you step up, step in an orderly fashion. See, I collect the dope for the show and then I'm fashion. House parties are crashing, pool parties I'm splashing. Eating candy, dad, drinking baby shan, breaking down the ranch. Got the master plan, glance at the mellow stance. Off my fist draw, pasta, pasta. When I wanna go to the mall, I need a helicopter. Ring, I think that's my time, yo. With a tongue twisted rhyme. Yo, literally, literary, literature. Six slippery seals slipping silently ashore. Sally sold seashells down by the seashore. Sold two shells but couldn't see the soul no more. Beautiful Babylon books bubble between blossom and bang. Brothers above the brooks take the punch off the plank. A big black bug, bit of black bear. Bit him on the rear. The bear was big, but the mother didn't care. He had no fear. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Yo, I don't know. All I know is I say it good. I sue. You got the funky, funky rhymes. Yo, my brother running down the line. Yo, rhymes is ripping and the mic is passed to me. It was too young, so they got me for statutory. Don't take me for granted, punk. Yeah, and think I'm worthless. Fuck moving mountains, I move planets and you'll be hopeless. You don't wanna battle, I sue all I need is fossils. Leave the weapons the harder, cause the mission's impossible. And my rhyme is riper. I'm ready cause I'm crisper. Old jacks know that, so they go back and whisper. Taking surveys, getting nervous, I'm just too worthy. They can't stand me and say you can't be from Jersey. I'm catching just as soon as I step into the place That's why I smiles on my face I got styles that you trace with haste But I'm too deep Lots of the ladies I meet I'm up too sweet So I say hold up and wait up And then listen here My rhymes come crystal clear But beware My format is all that My concepts refined The gang to the S-E-A double R shine Chumps be losing it Abusing it Not gaining So then my banners They vanish while I'm remaining And twice as nice as the smooth groove I end my rhyme And yo Yeah, lyrical, financial and spiritual A dream of touching my style would take a miracle You didn't know how deadly was my flow as I grow And bum rush and crush any foe But I prefer to have a good time when I rhyme Though lately I have had to refine and be sublime Cause sometimes some people don't understand That I'm a man with ambitious plans And I stand to live grand And they fight with all their money and us to hold me back But now I'm featuring the Mac Pack Smooth B, you know I'm feeling fine I go on, the bass blast is in the house To my man D&B in the house To my man Ray Bull in the house To my man Slick Nick in the house To my man Vance Wright in the house For me, he's a motherfucker Welcome back to the Bodega Border Crew Podcast Volume 47 Hope you guys have been enjoying the interview, the tracks, my spiel, the whole thing. Again, housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as the full episode description on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. And this week, what are we talking about? Well, we got a couple of short takes. The first short take is this clip that Daydream put together with Mark Andrini. 
I think it's kind of like a trailer to their podcast that they have, which I haven't checked out yet. I need a long enough ride to do it. This clip has a couple of pieces of Mark Andrini talking about surfboard design. And I'm a huge Mark Andrini fan. I just got his book, The Gift, for Christmas and I've been reading it avidly. I suggest anyone else go pick it out. I also think he's not only producing some of the greatest boards out there, he's a great board historian. I had a Vaquero in my hand that I did a trade for and traded the board to me an hour later, knew they got the shorter end of the sick and came back and wanted the board back. I could have kept on to it and I just couldn't do it. I had to give it back because I knew I had an Owl original a Vaquero, but I'll get one one day, you know. Uh, anyway, this little clip is pretty cool. I suggest you check it out. I also suggest you check out their podcast because I'm sure if Kyle and them have anything to do with this kind of stuff, it's got to be pretty awesome and very educational. So we have a link to that. Second is a clip that Jack Coleman did from Mollusk called Shapers Deluxe. This one features Troy Elmore surfing a bunch of his smaller shapes which is really cool to check out because Troy has an amazing surf style and he's an amazing shaper and it's great to see him how he surfs these boards because it's a direct reflection of his style. You can really see where these boards come from. Also, seeing how these boards surf our Southern California waves. You know, coming from Hawaii recently, it puts everything into perspective how much different waves are and power of waves. And you know, what we consider a big tube here is basically like a joke out on the North Shore. And sometimes we get caught up into, you know, our breaks and how they surf and all that kind of stuff. And we try to force the equipment into it. It's great to see this video clip because not only does it show some really fun surfing, it shows the kind of boards that you should be surfing in some of these breaks and what you could do with them, you know, instead of forcing the issue. And that's something I think being in touch with local shapers and checking out what they do is really important because they're making boards for them to surf the places you surf around them. And that's something to keep in mind, you know, instead of buying a board that doesn't fit and forcing the issue, it's like taking a, a square peg and trying to fit it into a round hole. But this video, again, another one of Jack Coleman's fun videos to watch. Information at the end of what the boards he's surfing. I dig the that twin plus one uh, with the trailer that Troy's been making. I've been I think I'm gonna get one next year. I'm kind of thinking about it. It seems like the kind of board I would be into and how I surf. So anyway, we have a link to the video. Check it out and let me know what you think. The last video clip that I have in short take is this recap of the duct tape festival that went down in Waikiki towards the end of the surf season in Hawaii. The surf season in Hawaii, when all the swells are coming in, that November, December, beginning of January thing is where everything caps off. It mostly caps off, I would say that mid to end of January, uh, sorry, mid to end December. And a lot of the companies do events and activations and all that kind of stuff. And most of the events they do are focused around the, the very jockey shortboard movement that's going on because of all the contests there. And it, I've been to a bunch of these events. They suck. Honestly, for me, like I have no fucking interest in sitting next to some washed up QS surfer who has a bad cocaine habit trying to pick up a girl to go back to his shitty bunk in one of his sponsor houses. I'm just over that kind of shit. So I want to go to events that focus more on the heritage, surfing, shaping. 
And that's what the Duct Tape Festival did this year. And it's great to see how Joel's Duct Tape Invitational slash Festival being supported by Vans is allowing him to do these kind of events all over the place and really having an influence on the surf culture. This one was really cool because people shaped a bunch of boards like Dane Reynolds and uh, Karina Rizonko was there and Joel was there. Our boys from Pilgrim were there. And they just get to surf these fun shapes, hang out, talk about surf shaping, have a band or two play, get to know each other, you know, stuff that we need more of in this culture, I think. You know, in general, I think we need to know our shapers and test equipment and mess around and not be fitting into these boxes and stuff. You know, I think a lot of times when you have an opportunity to try a board that you normally wouldn't, it opens your eyes. And this event seemed to do that for a lot of people. So check out the video. I wanna see more events like this, especially in Hawaii, especially on the North Shore. I hope this is a start to more things to come. Uh, so yeah, hope you guys dig it. But that's it for this episode. Sorry it's been a little while, but you know, I think the focus of the podcast is going to change a little bit. I'm focusing more on the product side of the brand, so you'll see a lot more product coming out, t-shirts, collaborations, events, that kind of thing. So the podcast is going to come out maybe once every two, three weeks, and I want to make them good. I don't want to do episodes where it's just me talking nonsense. You know, there's nothing worse to me than hearing some podcasts where someone is forced to produce a piece of content and they're just talking utter nonsense like oh these are the groceries i bought today and like i don't fucking care and i don't think you care about that stuff i don't find that to be compelling content from a content perspective the whole reason i started doing this podcast was twofold it was one an education for myself because i really wanted to meet these people and learn from them and see how they tick and learn about the culture and where it's going the other thing too is to expose that to other people you know i will definitely be interviewing some people that typically don't get shine and that's part of what my mission statement has always been but i don't want to do episodes anymore where i just like are nonsense where filler like oh i have this week to do an episode like let's force it you know luckily i have advertisers that are fully understanding of that and i appreciate that very much and thank you for me, this has always been an experiment in creating a brand and product development. So the product side is gonna be working a lot more now than anything. So what do we have on the product side coming up? There's a couple things. One, we have a couple of t-shirts and hats uh, in the store. So go over to bodegabordercrew.com. Some new stuff that I just uh, dropped off at the printer. Thank you Forward Screen Printing for taking care of all my needs, Sean and the crew that down there. So expect that to come out. Obviously Chunky's Wax is doing really well and we have a nice team of six people that I'm really happy with. We're gonna be adding a couple other people in the next coming weeks. Definitely pick up the product. Let me know what you think. You could pr purchase it on our store or you could purchase it in person at places like Happy Battle in San Diego. Mark is you know, one of our greatest supporters. I love Mark. We also have our zine finally going to print. It's 24 pages, it's really fun. It has a little piece by Joel, it has a little piece by Ed Factor, it has a little piece by Devin. Uh, photos of people like Asher Hunt, Worm, Mike Siordia, Devin Howard, Sean Tully, Cassia, the whole crew. It's a nice little look into the world that I love. It's nothing huge, you know, it's really short, small, but we're, we're gonna be doing some events for that. Uh, one in Los Angeles that I'll announce soon, and 
one in San Diego. So look forward to that and obviously that'll be fun. There's also some DJ things that I'm doing. Uh, one of them coming up is gonna be with the Bandits LA. We haven't def decided a date on it, but it's going to be a, a board demo day. I think we're gonna do it at County Line on, the we on a weekend. So we're working out that and I think that should be fun. And I've been doing more and more of that, you know, a little art opening, DJing and stuff like that. So that's been fun. And lastly, Jetty Blue 100s. That's the official name of the full length video that I am working on with Ryan from LogRap. And a lot of it is edited and we're filming a little bit more. Did a post about it on Instagram. Stay tuned about that. You know, I think we'll probably be done in the next, I'd say four months, five months. So hopefully late spring, early summer, we'll have some parties and you know, that's the kind of stuff we're working on. So. The focus of this has changed a bit, you know, and part of it was my trip in Hawaii making me realize I need to slow down and catch my breath and enjoy life a little bit more. That's that's a big part of it. I tend to get caught up in the rat race of things and my professional life outside of this is getting really busy now, starting a, a little branding firm that I, I, I do client work for and that's been taking up a lot of my time and I have to figure out where to split my time and I want to really enjoy my time with my family and my friends and surfing. I don't want to feel like rushed to surf. I hate that feeling of being like, hey, I only have X amount of time and I have to be here and I have to do that and it doesn't make it an enjoyable thing for me. You know, that's not how I skated back in the day and that's not how I want to surf and it's something when I started surfing some waves of consequence in Hawaii made me realize I can't have that mindset when I go out there because it's not going to be fun in, you know, a place like Hawaii or any day that it's bigger. It's actually kind of dangerous to have a lot of these things rattling off in your head. So, I've just been taking a little bit of space and with the Bodega Border Crew thing, I want to produce product that I want to produce when I want to produce it. You know, Listening back to the interview with Evan really made me realize that like Gato, like what they do is like if they feel like putting out a shirt, they put out a shirt. If they want to put out a towel, they put out a towel. Like there's no season thing. There's nothing like that. There's no like I have to go to the agenda show or I have to go to a surf expo and get this stuff done. It's like, fuck it. You know, it's a different retail environment now. We don't have to worry about those kind of things. I don't have to look for wholesale accounts. So in general, I just want to work more on the product end of it and take my time and do things right and not rush. So I apologize to people who expect this to be like once a week like it used to be or every two weeks, but it's going to probably be once every three weeks guaranteed and it's going to be better interviews and more interesting people. So, but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, hopefully, like I said, a new one coming out soon, but let's end this one with our Famous words, which are no need to bust a craze on a wave. You know, there's lots of waves out there. I know lineups are crowded, especially in Southern California. Let's try to smile at each other, enjoy each other, avoid the K word if you can, because it's actually kind of corny. Like, to be honest, like calling someone a kook is like kind of like, the, I honestly think it's the kookiest thing ever. It's like the go-to kind of like, it's like calling someone a jerk. Like it's so antiquated. Like if you want to call someone a stupid motherfucker, like call them that, at least that's inventive and at least going down the right route or an asshole or a dick. But calling someone a kook is just, it's over with. Like I think people who primarily use that term are kooks themselves. Anyway, go out there, have fun, be respectful, know your limits, and I'll see you next time. Peace. Yeah. Just because
because I want to, it don't mean I will And just because I'm angry, it don't mean I'd kill And just because she looks good, it don't mean I'd hit it And just because I'm horny, it don't mean I'm with it Just because I make records, don't mean that I'm gassing Just because I'm rapping, don't mean I chase ass Just because I'm wildin', don't mean I can't stop I got discipline, baby, and I use it a lot People, it's something that you should be considering Things could turn bitter when you don't use discipline You might wake up the next day upsetting and fear Bugging out, yapping about how the fuck did I get here Who the hell is this stranger staring all in my face Now you're wishing you had positioned yourself in that place Think just in case you should have took more precaution A good time can become a nightmare so often Like this nigga I know that met these chicks on tour They rocked him to sleep, robbed his ass for cash galore Skated off in the night without a trace or a hint Scheming, tantalizing him, dressed up in lace and shit Caught that kid out there, all high and dumbfounded, made him think he was getting some pussy He just knew he was gonna bound it Situations like this will make you think twice That's why instead of preaching death in my songs, I breathe life Baby, won't you take the time Let me know what's on your mind Just because I'm yours don't make it right Baby, won't you take the time Let me know what's on your mind Slow down, baby, now let's make it right Tycoon Thug he made a $10,000 investment, now he's not to be messed with Makes the girls get him dressed quick He's on some big muscle chest yet, posted by the exit That's my man, he's the owner, yeah he be on some next shit Said we make a few million by the next millennium Told me to keep dropping jewels like a trigger man, putting lead in them Like Flavor said, I tell these songs to kill the noise You know your pops told you, watch them New York boys all night The ladies be like up in my mug Tranquilized in a trance, dancing up on my drug Fly honeys they hold me down like always The same cat that used to get blunted down in the hallways I love the cutie pies, never the duty pies I got discipline, I want the crew to rise Situations like this so make you think twice Instead of preaching death in my songs, I breathe life That you should be considering Things could get better when you don't use discipline Imagining yourself living lavish and plush Hanging with the cat who be spending cabbage and buying stuff However, don't be too clever with your endeavor And don't let too many men receive your treasure Most cats be thinking with their Bozak I admit in the past I was trying to break these hoes back And skate without giving up a dime You know them fly ladies had a good fucking time Copping me some Timberland with a jacket to match it Girls nowadays want a pigeon for chicken scratch And I ain't giving up Nathan Long as my game expands, it's my discipline to hate and Situations like this will make you think twice That's why instead of preaching death in my songs, I breathe life And just because I want to, it don't mean I will And just because I'm angry, it don't mean I kill And just because she looks good, it don't mean I'd hit it And just because I'm horny, it don't mean I'm with it Just because I make records, don't mean that I'm gassed And just because I'm rapping, don't mean I chase ass And just because I'm wildin', don't mean I can't stop I got discipline, baby, whether you do or not Once again, back is the incredible Rhyme Animal, the uncanny.
incredible feat. Public enemy number one, five folks said freeze, and I got numb. Can I tell them that I really never had a gun? But it's the wax that the Terminator X bun. Now they got me in a cell, took my records, they sell. Cause a brother like me said, well, Farrakhan's a prophet and I think you wanna listen to what he can say to you. What you wanna do is follow for now. Power the people say, make a miracle, keep up the lyrical. Black is back all in, we're gonna win, check it out. Yeah, yo, come on. Here we go again. I question their black as they call us a black, but we'll see if they'll play this. You call a band, man, making a music abusive, but you can't do it, you know. You call them demos. But we ride demos too. What you gonna do? Rappers not afraid of you. Beat us for Sonny Bono. Beat us for Yoko Ono. Run DMC for said a DJ couldn't be a band standing its own feet. Get you out your seat. Beat us for Eric B and Alel as well. Hell. Watch us for Anthrax. Still a can rock bells. Ever forever. Universal and will sell. Time for me to exit. Terminator exit.
fuck it up. Sound carries like a pickup truck. Cross the clear blue yonder. See the shining sea. I slam tracks like quarterback sacks from LT. Why try and test? S Rebel INS. Bless since the birth. I earth slam your best. I bake the cake. Then take the cake and eat it too with my crew. We had steak to steak. Man, if you want beef, then play no rockets. Who takes man? Ain't nothing to fuck with. Straight from the motherfuckers love that buster. Into a fork in the road, which way they go, just follow. Left is the legend, niggas are sleepy hollow. In fact, I'm a hard act to follow. I yell for YOLO, Bogart, and coming on through. Niggas is like, oh my god, not you. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. 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 Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with.